hear the Winlow family. Yes, that was my mother you just heard. At 82 years old, she's still singing to the glory of God. That's what I grew up with. I've talked about my dad and how I was a daddy's girl. Today, I want to give tribute to my mom, Dr. Iridale Marie Slaughter. We'll see you on the inside. Welcome to Winlow with Nama and Joe. I'm Krista here, AKA Nama. I'm an evangelist, learning coach, mom of two, and Nama of three. I'm Josiah. I'm a Lego builder, second grader, and called by God to be a Christian warrior. Hey there, Grandma. If you're searching for biblical strategies to train your kingdom kids, you're in the right place. Deuteronomy 4, 9 and 10 tells us to teach our children and grandchildren to obey God's commands. So if you're ready to win low, why not laugh on Wednesday? We'll provide you with practical tips to laugh and live, love and learn, while inspiring you to build a legacy as well. So chillax, grab a snack, and, and enjoy, enjoy the, the podcast. My mother, my mother, my mother. Who can find a more virtuous woman? I am who I am, partly because of my mother. For as long as I can remember, I can hear my mother quoting the 27th Psalm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There's so much I can say about my mother. Not only was she a nurturing, kind, gentle, intelligent, loving teacher and woman of God. She was a calm person. Never have we seen her angry growing up in the household. I don't even believe my mom ever whooped me at all. The only thing she would say is, wait till your dad gets home. (laughs) And that would put more fear in us than anything. I remember when she was sharing her stories with us. I remember her sharing her story with me, her conversion story, as they would call it when they got religion. And she was the most passionate about her salvation. She was a servant more than anything. All the days of my life growing up, up until the time that she couldn't anymore, she served in the church. I believe any capacity you could besides a deacon, she she served. In fact... She was a deaconess, but she served in every capacity, every capacity in the church. She cooked, (laughs) she was over the youth, she was over the the pastor's aide or shepherd helpers. She was one of the lead soloists in the choir. She did whatever she needed to do. Because she loved the Lord and she served the Lord joyfully, cheerfully, with her whole heart. She always worked with the youth. 
she was a teacher by trade in the Chicago public school system, but she also taught in the church. If she wasn't teaching Sunday school or the youth director, she was teaching by way of, through her own children. And no child was left behind. My mom would always tow someone else's child in the station wagon with us. If it wasn't her own nieces and nephews or family members, she would be feeding somebody on the block that one of my brothers brought home or she was just that loving person. She wouldn't see anyone hungry. She wouldn't see anyone outdoors. She always gave of her time. She counseled. She was a sounding board for many. But I would have to say the most memorable characteristic of my mom is that she was a peacemaker. She was a woman of peace. She craved for peace. Even with her children, grandchildren, it was always a moment of, we're going to come to a conclusion. It's going to be peace. We're going to love. Let love abide and have peace in our home. Our mother loved her family. She loved her family. She she was a God-given nurturer. It was one of her gifts. Any child, any child that come through her path, she made them feel special. Yes, I know I got that from my mom. <laughs> she taught special ed. And many at her school was amazed that children did so well in her classroom. And my desire to be a teacher came from my mom because she impacted so many lives. I remember in 2011, it was a milestone year for my mom. She made 70 years old. And I wanted to do something special for her. So I asked my dad <laughs> to help me remember all the schools where she taught. And he even remembered the grades she taught. He remembered the principals and certain teachers at the school. But with his help, I was able to figure out the years that she taught at certain schools, whether it was a high school or elementary school and I was able to estimate the number of children that she taught in her 20 plus years at the Chicago Board of Education after having eight kids yes she was a teacher and I remember presenting my mom with a card and a plaque that read I can't remember the number now but it was the number of 
lives that you impacted, the number of students, the number of children's lives, lives that you had a hand in nurturing, raising, educating. It was in the thousands. And I didn't know then, back in 2011, not until after I was teaching full-time, that I realized all the students needed, all they wanted, that all they wanted was someone to listen to them. They wanted to be heard. They wanted to feel valued. They wanted to know that someone cared. That someone genuinely cared. And my mom had a way with kids. She had a way for them to feel so special. I know if she did it for eight of us and we each felt our own level of specialty with her. If you were going to be a tree in the play, my mom was going to be right there cheering you on, telling you you were the best tree on the stage. I can remember all the years that I had anything, a spelling bee, um, a play, anything at school, graduations. My mom has been to all of them, all of them. It was so important for her to show her love and support, no matter who you are and what, and no matter what you had accomplished, she celebrated you. There were no difference. She celebrated you like you were her own. She was so proud of the accomplishments you made in your life. And she would never, ever let a birthday go by without ice cream and cake or strawberry shortcake and ice cream. It didn't matter. She was going to celebrate report cards. She was going to celebrate your birthday, sure enough. But graduations, she was there. And surprisingly enough, if you had someone in your family that may have passed away, trust believe my mom was there. <laughs> she went to all funerals that she knew of because she would say the funerals are not for the dead it's for the living she believed in encouraging and just being there with the family and I had the awesome privilege to work alongside her in our home church as she was the pastor of a pastoral care we would go to the deceased homes and meet with the relatives, encouraging and praying with them. We would visit the sick, and she would allow me to pray. I didn't realize she was training me. My mom is one of a kind. I watched her. As a mother, and then as a grandmother to my children, Thanks to my mom, I am the Nama I am today because of my mother. I'm 
the Nama you see today. I love my grandchildren so much. And my children will tell you, there's nothing like going over grandma's house. And they wonder why their children love their Nama so much. It's because of my mom. Mom, I love you so much. I thank you for all your sacrifices. I thank you for all the times that you train me without even using words sometimes. That you showed me, you modeled the role of a wife, a good mother and grandmother, great-grandmother. A loving and supportive woman and a faithful servant of God, a faithful daughter of God. I thank you for sharing with me those intimate moments when you got religion and in the recent years before your memory began to fail you allowed me to ask you all kinds of questions and I was able to write the answers down so that I can share with my children, grandchildren every time I look at you I see me and that's what others would say too you look just like your mom and I just smile because that same unfeigned faith that you taught me about in 1990 as we were sitting at the living room table I'm persuaded mom that it is also in me and in Koya and in Josiah thank you for being the backbone of my love my love for family my love to see people free my ministry of helps I watched you for a long time mom one of the greatest moments that I can recall is in 2005 when you gathered us all together and told us about your encounter with the Lord and you told us that you had a vision and in that vision God said that he was going to heal you you had just been diagnosed with having two aneurysms and you were supposed to have surgery but that never happened because the Lord God Almighty healed you and that was the year that God commissioned you to preach the gospel in 2005 not knowing six years later that it would be my turn and I still remember those words mom you said don't let don't ever let anyone tell you that God didn't call you to preach I get it I understand I thank you for those words and my I still trust God to this day that he will deliver you 
from this mindset, demented mindset. I trust God. I plead the blood of Jesus over your mind. Your love never grew cold for me, and I thank you. Never did we have any ill feelings or ill moments, no ill words exchanged between us two. You've always loved me with an unconditional love. Even when you wanted to counsel and steer me in another direction, you never raised your voice. You let me found you let me find out on my own. You allowed me to find out on my own. You allow me to go my own path, my own journey. I thank you and Dad for the sacrifices you made for me growing up. I love you endlessly, Mom. You are my forever hero. And now a message from Koya to her grandmother. The things I adore about my grandmother, Dr. Aradale Marie Slaughter. Her patience, her timing, and the right solution. My grandmother, whom I adore so much, has taught me a lot. We have some very fond memories that can go on for days. <laughs> if I'm talking to my grandma and it's just, and and I'm being funny or messing with she, girl, come up, girl, now, nah, now nah, you already know. <laughs> Affectionately, a girlfriend that I cannot go without. My grandma has always had a brighter side of things. When I say a better solution or a better side, when I have my son Josiah, he um when I have my son Josiah, I was complaining to her about some things and she said, It'll get better, it'll get better. And it got better. And it's like whatever she said, whatever my grandmother said was golden. It it happened just like that. She spoke life into me, always encouraged me. And we always can talk just about anything and have a good time. She said, you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry, Grandma. If I say I'm not, she going to let me know it's something that I eat. <laughs> oh, man. Um, my Grandma, I've seen her do a lot. Not just being a wife and a mom, but being my grandma. I've seen her just go to the grocery store on a summer day and get all these groceries and come to the house and say, now y'all y'all get them groceries out the house. There's about eight of us in the house, me and my cousins. <laughs> oh, and um, my grandma, man, it's always was a time of laughter. And love. 
and just making do until you can and letting everything gonna be all right. Her face so strong in God. She couldn't let go even if she could. She say, you have to, she say, don't forget. Don't forget about God. If you do anything. <laughs> she say, don't forget. Don't forget God. She has so much faith. She's the strongest woman I know. Man, her love. It's affection. It's it's contagious. The 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 spirit and the, the drive to to make do. You you be trying to figure out what you're gonna eat. And she's in the kitchen already whipping up something in thirty minutes. You think she went to the store. <laughs> Grandma that never missed a beat. She had all these grandkids. Never missed a beat. And if you ask me, <laughs> I'm her favorite. Yeah. I, Koya, am her favorite. Well, I'm my grandparents' favorite. Yes, as a whole. <laughs> ah. My grandma... She uh, she watched my son for me while I went to work. Early in the morning, I drop him off, and she welcomed me in when I had him. She was at the hospital right when I put right after I, I delivered him. She came straight from church and held him like her own. And my first job back on you know working back to working. When I dropped them off early in the morning, she was ready, sooner than booty. She was ready. All right, now you go ahead and go to work. I said, Are you doing anything else, Grandma? Nope, I got his bag. He all right. Go ahead. Have a nice day at work. I say, Okay, Grandma. I love you. I love grandma so much. <laughs> she had my son and it's like you would think that she cared after a lot of kids. Well she did, but I mean just on a regular basis. But no. <laughs> my son was the only baby around. <laughs> She hasn't washed the kid, changed the diaper all that years. But she fell back in like it was nothing, like it's second nature. Even have my baby walking. <laughs> his first steps with his Gigi. Oh man. If he know nothing else, he know his Gigi. And I just say, Grandma, I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
thank you for being my mom's mom. And thank you for being my grandmother. And thank you for being my son's great-grandmother. I love you, Grandma. Smooches. Be hey crazy. there, Winlow crew. Before you leave, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, please, please, please support us by leaving a review and subscribing to our channel on Apple Podcasts. We will personally read every one of them. We also invite you to join our Winlow community at bit.ly forward slash Winlow community. The link is in the show notes. And remember to make this daily affirmation found in Isaiah 54, 13. All my children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. We'll meet you in the next episode. Bye for now.